Hey everyone, welcome to our eighth Kick in the Copier episode. As always, these are shorter, targeted episodes around a specific skill or idea that is helpful in our own classroom and potentially could be impactful in yours. I know it's the time of year with far too much on our plates as teachers, and that in these final days before winter break, it is mainly about keeping our head above water and making to the finish line amidst myriad checklists and more than myriad chaos at times. Today, though, I wanted to frame this episode around a specific lens that I've found very helpful in recent years, entirely built around a single question that has shifted the systems and strategies I prioritize in my own classroom. So here we go, one more time, kicking the copier number eight. Do you know how your students see themselves as learners? In a recent lesson built around students receiving and learning from their essay feedback, I asked students to reflect first on whether they had a fixed or growth mindset about themselves as writers. One student's incredibly insightful comment, one that they were generously willing to share with the entire class, in their words, quote, I want to have a growth mindset, but it feels like every time I receive negative feedback, I fall back into a fixed mindset about myself. When they said this, the entire classroom started nodding immediately, slowly, and then assuredly, myself included. What a phenomenally wise observation from a student. That reflective question, though, about growth or a fixed mindset, that's a question I never would have asked a decade ago in our classroom. Early in my career, there were too many other priorities that I placed in front of creating space for students to not only self-reflect, but to then share those self-reflections with me and classmates. And even if I had wanted to ask, I likely wouldn't have felt confident responding. We don't tend to ask questions in the classroom that we're not sure how to answer. Looking back now, though, I see this as not just a mistake, but as a foundational issue in the classrooms of my early years, since Understanding how students see themselves as learners and process their own learning journey, individually as well as collectively, is integral to me as a teacher doing as much as I can to support them in the classroom. And while I'm at it, let me also make this plug. Administrators, do you happen to be listening? Do you know how each of your teachers see themselves? Is that aligned with how you see them? Because that is just as integral in moving the building towards a better learning environment and community for all stakeholders, especially students. As always, good classroom practices almost always are good building practices too. Just wanted to make that plug. Going back to the classroom though, my biggest takeaway having made this shift the last few years has been how often I have been wrong about how I am seeing students and how they see themselves as learners in our classroom. There are many students who are performing incredibly well on assessments, participating in class, grades look great, everything is awesome from my perspective. Then I go read their self-reflections at the end of the unit, and it's completely different. 
they don't feel that they are giving great effort or they don't feel confident that they understand the materials or maybe they're disappointed in their own growth, despite me as the teacher feeling great about where they're heading from my vantage point. This goes the other direction too. Sometimes kids who I worry might be checked out and struggling actually have a lot of positive things to say about themselves when you give them the space to say those things. Mindsets I definitely wouldn't have guessed without reading their actual reflections about how they feel they're doing. That gap then between how I see them and how they see themselves, that is a chasm in the relationship between a teacher and a learner. And it is the roadblock of all roadblocks in not just meeting students where they need to be met, but helping them become confident authentically in their path forward. This isn't just a small shift to make then to start asking these questions more often. It's a chasmic one. And I'd argue it's a shift you can make right away in your classroom this week if you want. Now, if you aren't new to the broken copier, you've likely heard me or Jim talk about this topic before, whether in last week's post on how to respond to negative student feedback or the year-long self-reflection system that I've shared that we use in our classroom after every assessment. But those things definitely can feel like big things, especially if you're midway in a school year and already buried under far too much, which if you're a teacher listening to this, you likely are. Instead, then, there are three quick things you can do this week if you want in your own space to begin getting a better understanding of how your students see themselves in their learning journey and changing your own perspective about your classroom. The first thing you can do, just take a five minute whole class pulse check. Ask students how things are going right now in school in their perspective on maybe a one to five scale and have them write down a single sentence why. From there, I typically have them share with a partner or small group. Then we do a whole class pull check. Raise your hand if you're a five, raise your hand if you're a four. And in doing so, you can keep an eye out for not only the fives, but also the twos or even the ones. Now, I do allow opt-outs for this type of on-the-spot, quite public polling, but it does give you an immediate read of how students feel things are going in your class or maybe across all their classes. And I'll also add, Jim has posted already on the Broken Copier about a system he uses with this exact thing, but he does it with the Google Form survey, which I have definitely blatantly stolen from him. Uh, and that's a quicker, more private way to get this pulse check done. Five minutes, eyes open. I mean, you can do that tomorrow if you want. Secondly, though, you can start attaching a formal self-reflection question to your next exit ticket or any collected assignment. For me, I do this at the end of each unit. So every about four to six weeks when they turn in their spiral notebooks for me to look over with a simple two-part question. On a scale of one to five, how would you rate your effort this unit? How would you rate your growth? Reading through each student's self-score immediately opens my eyes to how students see their own level of effort and growth. And this also gives me a great space to write a quick note back to them. After all, handwritten notes make a difference sometimes, even if they do take a bit longer. Finally, then, you can adjust your assessments going forward to include self-reflection at the end for students to complete before they submit. On all formal writing in our classroom, for example, I have students end by reviewing the rubric to self-score and then identify one success in their writing along with one area of concern or focus for growth. Once again, this becomes an incredible tool for me as a teacher 
to see how well a student understands their own skill level and performance and immediately creates an opportunity to begin an authentic conversation about what their path forward can and should look like. Today's idea, stepping back, is really simple though, I think. Do you know how your students see themselves as learners? It begins by asking them, giving them time and space to share their answers thoughtfully, and then responding as a teacher with intentionality and generosity. Self-reflection is the beginning of a conversation, not the end of one. And I will say that if you bring that priority into your classroom, which I hope you will, for your students, it must be reciprocated in how you respond as a teacher. Once you do though, the entire way of seeing and supporting your students can change in a meaningful, lasting way. I know it has for me, and I hope it will for you too. The Broken Copier is an independent, listener-supported podcast for teachers. The show is written and hosted by Marcus Luther and myself, Jim Mares. I do editing and sound design for the show as well. Thanks to Casey Roberts, a blues musician born and raised in the Mississippi Delta, for writing and supplying original intro music. Thanks to Tom Chitari, a jazz musician, composer, and teacher currently based in Australia. Right now, you're listening to Woodstock from his album Garden, available now on Spotify. You can stream his music under the name Uncivilized. Fun fact about the album, it includes vignettes from a single called Rain Stomp, which was originally written to support Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight Action Network for Super Tuesday in 2020. Check out all his work at guitaruncivilized.com and uncivilizedtom.com, where you can sign up for guitar lessons on Zoom, just like I do. Links are in the show notes. Thanks very much to my sister, Courtney Malavik, for the graphic design you see on our social media and episode posts. Thanks to Brandon Piasecki for helping to get this project off the ground. The goal of the show is to connect with a passionate, diverse group of educators, bring helpful analysis and collaboration, and celebrate everyone doing the hard work in the classroom. Thank you for listening.